up everybody dan binder boneyard coming at you from the office it is a beautiful sunny sunday uh january morning it's cold um you probably hear a hum in the background that is the heater because uh, it's cold in the office um and i'm also a cold kind of guy i prefer the warmth of uh the sunshine and the summertime uh so I end up getting pretty cold in the wintertime and I'm hard to keep warm. So, yeah, I like the heater going, wear a lot of layers. Uh, that's why if you watch my social media, I'm always wearing a stocking cap of some sort or beanie or something to keep the heat on my head. Uh, and I like growing beards because beards are cool and I like to stay warm. So, anyway... Enough about my dating profile, and uh, thank you everybody for following along, uh, the likes, the shares, the subscriptions, letting everybody know what's up. Um, you know, I don't ask much of people, you know, you can donate if you want. Uh, what I do like to ask is that you tell a friend, tell people you know post about it on Facebook. You know, someone asks a question, you say, Hey, I think I heard a podcast about this. And then, you know, direct them towards the old binder boneyard podcast. Um, so yeah, I appreciate it. It's helpful. It really does. Uh, it helps the shop. It helps my employees. It helps everybody. Uh, because in the end it's not about me. Uh, I know that's hard to believe for the people that follow along, uh, but it's really not. Uh, I have four very good employees and I pay them the best I possibly can. Uh, if you pay attention, uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't drive a new car. I don't, you know, I don't have new stuff. Uh, I buy all my clothes at the thrift store or I rent them from Aramark, uh, which is why I wear the same thing every day. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I try to make sure my guys, they got the best tools to use and we've got the most parts to sell and I can pay them. You know, I got two employees recently purchased houses and I got a third employee that's, uh, looking and, uh, you know, the fourth employee already owns a house and can pay their mortgage. So yeah. Um, you know, everything that we can do to grow the business through whatever platform possible. And that's why you're seeing a lot of YouTube videos out of us recently. And you're going to continue seeing YouTube videos because that is a platform that we really need to expand on. Um, the Instagram and the Facebook, uh, we've really nailed down, uh, even podcast. Uh, I know we're real low on the grand scheme of, of, uh, car podcasts, but we are, um, you know, the only international centric one out there that comes out regularly. Uh, you know, we have a lot of listens, so I appreciate everyone that does listen. And so does my employees. Uh, so anyway, um, thank you for sitting through that today. We are going to talk about gearing. Uh, I still get a lot of questions. A lot of people ask about 
transmissions and axle gears and tire size. And I'm going to do my best to try and explain it. I had podcasts about this in the past, um, but it never hurts to go over it again uh, for the new people or the people in the back that didn't hear me the first time. So um, gearing, at least in our trucks, there you're going to end up with a compromise of some sort. It, it costs a lot of money to have the best of everything. So, you know, um, first of all, we're going to talk about mileage. Everyone, I guess not everyone, but the biggest thing about gearing is just where, what people ask me the most about is mileage. You know, how, how can I go down the road faster than 55 and still get decent fuel economy? So in a stock setup, you're going to have some compromise. You're either going to have, you know, your four speed, you know, with your final drive of one to one, um, and then have really tall axle gears like, you know, 354s or 307s, which, you know, with those gears and stock 30 inch tires, you go down the road, you know, 65 at, 2300 rpm uh which is which is a reasonable number um and even you know 2100 is probably what you want so the downside to that is when you take off from a stoplight trying to turn those tall gears takes a lot of uh horsepower and you know fuel to get moving so if all you do is city driving and occasionally, like once or twice a month, you put it on the highway and you go 40 or 50 miles. I would probably recommend you go with a a lower gear, like a 373. Uh, if you're running four or, you know, if you're running 30 inch tires or stock size tires. Uh, and I mentioned tires because the taller the tire the lower the gear you can go and achieve the same number. So this is all theoretical. Don't crunch my numbers. I don't have any paper in front of me to, to do this in real life, but uh, just from my experience and, and, you know, roughly what I've figured out is, you know, with um, 373s in the axle, and 30 inch tires or 31 inch tires, let's just say 31s. Um, you know, you're going to go down the road at 60 at about 2500 RPM. But if you run four tens and 33s, you're going to go down the road about 2500 RPM. So it's the same same RPM, but you know, you, you, what you lose in gearing, you make up for entire size. So that's why guys running, you know, 35s are running 456s. Um, so, and then it goes the other way. If you're running 28 inch tall tires, like, you know, the super stock highway cruiser scout twos, if you're running 28 inch tall tires, then 307s don't feel as bad. 
they're still pretty bad, but they don't feel as bad. Um, so, you know, it just depends on the tire size and the gear you're going for. A lot of people run 31s, uh, especially the 80 and 800 guys, because um, the the lifts that you're getting from IH Parts America or wherever, you know, that generally gives you room for 31s with room to move around. And so, like on Josie Scout, uh, Palm Olive, it's a uh, 67 800 with a 266 four speed, and it had 427 gears in the axles uh, and 30 inch tires. So, 55 was really about it. I mean, we, we would do 60, but it was pushing it. Um, so when we did the lift and went to 31s, we also changed the gears to 373. And now, you know, we can do 60 on the highway at like 2400 or something. I can't remember exactly what it was. Uh, we end up getting, you know, 14 and a half miles to the gallon. And it's still with the 266 tuned good. It still has the power to, you know, get off the stoplights and get around town easy. Um, and so it's not so low that it's a cumbersome, but not so tall that it's painful either. Um, so that's something to think about if you're trying to stay in the stock realm. Uh, so, you know, if you have an automatic, like Scout 2 or a you know, D-Series, even the C-Series of the Borg Warner, I guess. If you have an automatic, because of the torque converter slip, you can get away with a lower or numerically lower, but a taller gear. So, you know, uh, if you had a four-speed, I would not recommend a 307 unless all you did was highway. You know, you live in central texas and it's a hundred miles anywhere then you're probably okay but if you're going to drive it in the city at all you know with a standard four speed that the scouts had um it's just you're going to be slipping the clutch to get off the line and it's you know it's not a good not a good setup but with an automatic where the torque converter slips it it allows the engine rpm to come up and you can take off the line uh, a little with a little less effort um you're still not going to get the best mileage but you are gonna you know it, it's not as work as much work on the rig so um the automatics you can generally get away with a little bit taller gear and still be okay um so the next step from that is the the next compromise i guess you should could say is if you're going to spend the money, try to get your hands on an overdrive manual transmission, you know, NV4500, AX15, uh, something like that. So then you can get, you know, you can run a 410 gear with your 31s. So you've got plenty of gear to get off the line and get around town without taxing everything too much. And then when you hit the open road, you can shift into overdrive and then that turns those four tens into, you know, three seventy threes, uh, when, you know, cause of the fifth gear ratio. Uh, 
So, and then if you have an overdrive automatic, you know, if you do the 700R4 conversion from IH Parts America, you know, you could probably even get away with 456s because um, the overdrive is a little bit deeper on the automatic um, and, and you know, go down the road good with your 31s. Uh, and again, you're going to have to adjust those axle gears for tire size because it's hard on transmissions to try and turn those tires without good uh, axle gears. So, um, you know, that's that's the next step. That's generally where I tell people that, you know, the you start putting money into it um, to to get around those compromises. Uh, cause like I said, you know, you're going to compromise with axle gears one way or the other, you put in four fifty sixes, and it's going to be great in town and terrible on the highway. And then vice versa, three Oh sevens, terrible in town, great on the highway. So you overcome that with the transmission. Like I said, you get an overdrive manual or automatic and you can go, you know, four tens, but then. Again, overdrive, now it makes it like 373s. Um, or if you have 373s, it would make it like 354s. Uh, and then the trade-off there is if you're running, I don't know, if you're running 373s or 354s um, and you want to go off-road with some control, you're not going to be able to because those tall axle gears are too fast for off-road and if you've you know been in the you know tricky terrain you end up slipping the clutch a whole bunch or the automatic transmission gets real hot because the torque converter is slipping all the time and it's just too fast you just don't have the the control so what some people do is they'll run like 488s and you know, the biggest tire they can cram. Like, so if you got a four inch lift on a scout too, you can just about cram 33s in there. They rub some, but you know, 33s on 488s is like having, you know, 456s just about. Uh, and then you run your overdrive automatic and now, or your overdrive manual. And now that's like having four tens. And four tens on 33s, you know, you're doing 65 at 25, 2600. So you're still a little high, but you have the better low range, uh, better low gear. Because most of the transfer cases that you're running uh, are two to one, uh, you know, the the 205s and 202s and the full sizes are 1.96 to 1. And then, you know, your Dana 20s are 2.03 to 1. Uh, the Spicer 18 in the early Scouts was 2.43. Um, and the Dana, Dana 300s are 2.62. So, you know, um, they're not the greatest low range, but it, it's still, it's still something. Um, but, that leads me into the next cost. <laughs> the next expensive thing is you want good off-road low gear and good highway gear. 
you're going to have to find the axle gear that works best for you, which I would say, you know, if you got 31s and an overdrive transmission, uh, you can be in that 373 to 410 range and be good. I'd probably go with 410s. But then you're going to need transfer case gearing that is low enough to help off-road. So, cause most of the manual overdrives you get, they have like a five to one first gear, you know, 5.4 or something in the NV4500. Um, so that's lower than a close ratio T19, which would be four to one. Um, but not as deep as a wide ratio, like a T, a T19 or T98 is like 6.3 to one so super low first gear but then you end up with this huge jump from first gear to second gear which again makes driving in town hard to do so um how the they overcome it with the overdrive transmissions is they just do like a five to one first gear and like a three to one second gear and it just goes down from there um so to end up with the best of everything you're going to need lower gears in the transfer case. Uh, so if you have a Dana 20, um, they do make the 315 kit. I think uh, JB Fab makes that. Uh, or Terra Low. I also think they make a 315 kit. Um, it works good. It doesn't handle high horsepower very well. Um, I've seen quite a few guys strip the center gear out of them in in hard applications so if you're going to wheel hard you're probably going to want to look at you know an atlas or something like that uh, that's kind of the best of everything but uh yeah you figure in a scout with 31s or 33s and you run 410 gears an overdrive trans and then a low geared transfer case you know, you're several, several thousand dollars into that conversion, but you really then have the best of everything because you'll have highway speed, you'll have off-road slow speed, and you'll have all of the gearing you need to get around town and and handle everything that, that you need to do. So, um, you know... That's what I recommend to a lot of our customers that are wanting to, to cover all that. The only problem is if you're running like a full size, like if you have a, um, you know, a D series, C series that you want to drive, but then you do want to take off road, um, and really have the control to get around in the, you know, rough terrain. They don't really make, I think there was a company called Lomax that made gears for 205s. I don't know if they're still in business or not. Um, so really your only option for low gearing in a full size is to get a divorced Atlas, uh, which they do make. Um, they're not cheap. You know, I think Atlas is almost four grand these days. So, um, you really got to consider, is it worth it for what you want to do? Um, but I also know how stressful it is when you are wheeling and you don't have the control you need and you 
get into a spot that is dangerous or you do a bunch of body damage or you break something else because you have to slip the clutch a bunch or, or you overheat that automatic or whatever. So gearing is really important. Uh, and so you just really have to be honest with yourself and how you're going to use the rig and what you want to do. And if you're willing to spend the money, uh, if you're not willing to spend the money, then you have to be willing to pull those punches and not go on certain trails or not tow certain things or, you know, limit yourself to stuff that, you know, your rig is capable of doing, which is hard for some people. Um, one, cause maybe they just don't know what the rig's capable of. And, uh, two, you know, ego plays a lot <laughs> into what people do with their trucks. Um, I know it did for me early on when I was in my twenties and I was wheeling with my friends and doing stuff and, I broke a lot of shit. I really, I, you know, burned up a lot of transmissions, broke a lot of gears, um, you know, figured out a lot of things, talked to a lot of old timers, figured out the, the cookbook combinations of putting stuff together to make, you know, the best that I could on a budget. Uh, my little green 63, um, I ended up putting, it had Dana 44s, but it had 513 axle gears because it had 37 inch tires. And then I had the Spicer 18 with the 243 get low gear and then a wide ratio four speed that was, you know, six and a quarter. So uh, when I was in full low range, I think my, I was almost 80 to one in low range, I believe, which is still a little fast for decent rock crawling i think you want to be more around 100 to 1 uh just to help with control and so i would have loved to have the 315 kit um or you know something else uh, you get too low in the axles and then you can't spin the tires in the mud or or whatnot unless you've got crazy engine rpm which we all know that internationals don't have crazy engine rpm so you know, it's, uh, it's all a trade off. Um, but that's what I, I try and tell people, um, you know, decide what you're going to do. If you want to go for all around economy, you know, a good middle of the road gear, uh, decent tires, tire size, I should say. And then you tailor the drivetrain around the rest of it. Um, but if you're trying to accomplish a goal with just axle gearing, you're you're going to have trouble or you're going to have to compromise. Um, so it just like I said, again, it comes down to money and what you want in the long run. Um, so there's a, there's also a reason why so many D series came with the overdrive uh, five speed from the factory, which is that that T34 with a crazy shift pattern, because um, I've seen a lot of them with 488 axle gears um, so that they can tow heavy loads in the you know first second third gear getting off the line getting moving those 488s are great for for that and then you have that fifth gear to at least have some chance of keeping up a traffic on the highway um, so that's what they did back then um so anyway, uh, hopefully that helped, uh, point you guys in some directions or give you some stuff to think about anyways. 
um, cause gears, gears are important and, uh, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that people overlook or they think they can just solve it with, you know, Oh, I'm just going to put in a, an NV 4,500 and forget about everything else. And, you know, it might help in some aspects, but you're still hurting in other aspects. So, um, yeah, anyway, so hopefully that helped you. Uh, and, you know, give you some stuff to think about. If you have any questions, whatever, hit me up on the socials and uh, I'll try my best to answer them for you. So if, uh, yeah, if you have any other questions, let me know. Otherwise, uh, thanks for listening. And I'm Dan from Binder Boneyard. Mm-hmm.